Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, let's make it afternoon. Recorded live. Recorded live. So there we go. We are actually recording. Hello and welcome, everyone. I am Mistress Lois. And uh, let's see who we've got here in the chat. Just saying hello, getting used to all of our controls again. This is going to be our very first episode of Intelligent Femdoms, brought to you by Supreme Femdoms and TalkShoe. I again, I am Mistress Lilith, along with my longtime partner in crime, Mistress Isabel, and we are the Supreme Femdoms of IntelligentFemdoms.com and EntitledBitches.com. Of course, stay tuned for more sites to follow because we will rule the internet. We may be new to this series, but we certainly aren't new to the TalkShoe platform. It's been a while since we've done a show, but we're back and ready to play our way. You'll be able to read our blogs and find the different ways to contact us. Just remember, we're a work in progress, and we're in charge of that progress. Got it? I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> so today on Talk Shoe, we're going to be discussing submissive men. Obviously, if you're listening, you are most likely a submissive male. When did it all start? Do you remember the first time when a female put you in your place. I bet most of you listeners do, and we're going to get right to today's topic after our little disclaimer. So please remember when listening or joining in on our shows, our show can be explicit, kinky, sexy in nature, so you must be 18 or 21 in some places to attend and listen. If you're not of legal age, there is a lovely femdom at the door holding a taser and she's advising you get out now. Of course, if you just want to be tased for fun, that's okay, too. <laughs> so without further ado, I turn you over to the lovely Mistress Isabel. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've been on here, hasn't it? It really has. It has, but you know what? I'm kind of excited to be back. Um, I'm sure, um, tase me, tase me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll tase you if you want, sweetie. (laughs) Don't tempt us. Um, You know, it's kind of funny that, you know, we've been here before and, um, well, I don't know. Some of you are going to definitely know us and um, you'll get to love us (laughs) again. And, well, let me tell you what. We're going to try and do our show weekly, okay? But so many things have changed since we've been here on the platform that there's going to be times neither one of us are going to be available. So you're going to have to deal with it. And you can just listen to one of our archived shows and, 
Well, if you're one of the chosen few out there, (laughs) you have more archives out there than hmm, most people know about that you can listen to. But we're in big demand these days, and there'll be times we can't get away. So just listen to past podcasts. I don't know. Go to our blog. Listen to little tidbits we put on them. And I think Miss Lilith will get to that later of all the blogs that are out there that we have. But anyways, let's talk about that submissive male. Every time I get a phone call, somebody asks me, Miss Isabel, when did you discover your dominant personality? That's a popular question, huh? I know. It is. It's a very popular question. And, you know, I don't know what your answer is, but like mine is probably when I was born. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we were just, what is it, Maybelline? Maybe she's born with it. and that's Maybe exactly she's born with it. Yeah. You know, I was the child in the family that, you know, drove my parents crazy, the one that never shut up. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, you know, that's when it started. And by the time I went to kindergarten, <laughs> oh, I loved Boston around those little boys. You know, it was like that avatar that we found for today's show. <laughs> I got skills, baby, mad skills, and I am going to put you in your place. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, when I asked guys when did they discover their submissiveness, they're usually, like, really vague. Some don't remember. Some it's like, oh, it just started. But you know what? I think most of them just as I was dominant, it probably started when they were born. They were that quiet child, you know, the one that needed their mommy all the time, the one that needed their mommy to tell them what to do. And and then, you know, for mommy, it was a school teacher and, you know, just so on and so on. And, it, and that's where it, it happens. And so anyways. Always somebody to tell them what to do. Exactly. Without Always. even realizing it, they've been submitting their whole lives. Totally, their whole lives, their whole lives. And you know what, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like living a life um, in a female-led relationship. Um, But anyways, I, and I've told people this before, at one point in my life I tried to tap into my um, submissive side and (laughs) I kind of failed very miserably at it. But... (laughs) Been there, got the T-shirt. <laughs> got that. the T-shirt, got, well, I actually got whipped and caned and had a ball gag stuffed in my mouth, and I actually spent some time in a cage. Um, and, you know, it was like, wow, he understood this doesn't work. This isn't your role. But, you know, it helps you learn about the DS relationship. And, well, guess what? We evolve into the intelligent little femdoms that we are today. So... Like our little slogan said for today, I have skills, leadership skills. (laughs) And, boy, I plan to use them on men who need that female-led relationship. And, you know, I just found out by – I do a lot of um, what I call online therapy these days for guys who – can't talk on the phone, so, like, I charge them for their therapy on the phone. I know you do this, too, Miss Lilith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we bill you for your therapy on the phone. And um, anyways, he wants to be in a female-led marriage, and he wants me to help him 
get there with his wife, which is kind of exciting, you know. I'm just now starting to, you know, find out about the both of them and everything. So it's, it's this is going to be an um, exciting journey. Well, it is. I mean, anytime you're actually starting a submissive on a new type of journey, especially when they want to involve significant others, it's mm-hmm. it's always exciting because especially for them, it's brand new, uncharted territory. And Exactly. You know, not all submissives are alike. We can't just put them all in one little packaged box so each and every one are different. And as you get to know them, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Uh, it's like your spices. You have a variety. Yep. So anyways, Miss Lilith and I did some research, and we, of course, discussed these things with our callers, too. So now we're going to share it with you. <laughs> going to share. Mm-hmm. Simply put, FLR, female-led relationship, is when women lead the men, and they are men who want to be led by the women. It's pretty uh, straightforward. Of course, this happens every day in all types of situations, such as business, education, health care, and home. The phenomenon is when men want and ask and beg, love that word, when they beg women to lead in their personal lives. Because women already contribute to the leadership of men and men readily accept it, there must be a difference. And the difference is the passion men feel about FLR. And it's deep and it's varied. Imagine a strong man, say a broker, who makes two times a six-figure income and is otherwise successful in many ways asking his woman to lead their relationship. He might ask to participate in pampering her in intimate ways. He may ask to serve her like a butler. Many men want the woman to rule over him, making demands and exacting punishment for any infraction, like the taser. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, of course, this just scratches the surface of where men want to go for FLR. So FLR to men is deeper and richer than simply being led by a woman or following in a supportive role. It's more, it's erotic. You should note, <coughs> excuse me, you should note that any man asking for FLR is crying for help, begging for help. There's some real or imagined issues that are solved by FLR. It may be an issue of safety, motivation to be a better mate, an obsession with a kink, desire, a deep desire to serve, a penance for something he did wrong and an effort to save the relationship, a statement of unworthiness, or the fanatical idea to worship a woman or women in general. All of these are combinations of these, mix and match, pick and choose, <laughs> and other motivations are the reasons for his cry. I'm sitting here trying to picture what a submissive cry sounds like. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you think of a more dominant male and you're thinking of a male call, you're thinking of, you know, one of those wolf calls. But I don't think yeah, it's like true. I think it's more like a whimpering kind of sound. <laughs> exactly. A whining, a whimpering. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is a man who is likely willing to beg you, okay, beg, there's that word, for the privilege of serving you. 
To define his view of FLR, it's wise to get to the bottom of things, investigate exactly what it is that he wants, and get him to give full disclosure. Oh, there's I'm, a key thing right there, full disclosure. Exactly, and I'm sure Miss Isabel can attest to this. I ask lots of questions. I do want to get to know exactly what it is that my submissive that I happen to be speak happen to be speaking with is actually looking for. Because like we said, there's so many different facets. There's so many different ways of them wanting to submit that it's just not all it's not all just packaged in a little bow. Right? No. Now a word of warning, full disclosure may include things you might not want to know about your mate. <laughs> Remember the Carly Simon lyrics, sometimes I wish I never knew those secrets of yours. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> hey, if you don't want yeah. the answer, don't ask the question. No, I know, but that all comes with full disclosure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Full disclosure, trust, it all kind of goes hand in hand. FLR spans the gambit from bossy women shaking things up at a home to, you know, voluntary ruler slavery, we divided FLR into four segments for discussion. One, low-key female leadership, where a woman leads informally and derives little benefit from leadership and has some interest in FLR. Two is the moderate female leadership, where women formally lead with benefit but have small or just a little interest in the kink and moderate interest in formal FLR. Three is the formal FLR where the woman has taken control of the five food groups. <laughs> Elements one control has an interest in some or perhaps all kink and has a high interest in formal FLR. And lastly is extreme FLR where the woman is elevated to ruler and has the highest interest in kink and formal FLR, and the man is reduced to a slave. Each of these levels likely has a place where women nurture, give, and the, man, the men give and serve their partners at some level. If you look at FLR, it looks like the safest relationship a woman can have she gets to make the rules. She gets to set the boundaries. She has a final say, and he both loves and supports her in this role, and it's the one he craves. In any relationship, women don't do not enjoy that kind of freedom or safety. There's a functional model for any woman who wants more control and less strife. There should be zero downside to female-led relationships when entered into with open eyes and a whole heart between two people who love each other. As we were about to describe, FLR has two perspectives. What are those perspectives, Miss Isabel? What are those two perspectives? Well, um, okay. I guess I'll stop typing now and pay attention here. <laughs> I get distracted easily, you know that, right? <laughs> okay. Well, those two perspectives are 
low-key female leadership, which is level one, and moderate female leadership, which is level two. And those are the two that I will go ahead and talk about. This is just a guess, but most likely more women would prefer to have an ideal relationship where she and her partner were relatively equal and they made decisions together, had common interests, and had a great sex life. Believe it or not, most women don't want the idea that she would control her man. Because, like most of the women out there, they want that, you know, strong man who takes them in passion. Um, and I think there's probably, like, maybe a lot more vanilla women out there um, than there are, you know, the kinky ones who want to <laughs> toss things up and shake it up. But that's okay. Because, like, most women that, you know, um, that, you know, don't want to be in control of their man. Um, they have that expression, I didn't sign up for this. You know how sometimes <laughs> that slips out of women's mouth? Like, I've heard my friends say that, like, several times to their mates or boyfriends or whoever, we're, you know, they're having relationships with. I didn't sign up for this. You know, I think I even said it, too, maybe a few times. It, it, I think it's, oh, I'm sure you know. Well. Guilty of saying it from a time or two. Time or two, yeah. Or you know, or they'll say, Wow, that's unusual, you know. Um, when a guy starts, you know, like hinting about things from a female led relationship. Um and you know, a lot of women are willing, you know, to go a little ways down the path, taking more responsibility and control. But for the most part, they're not willing to go all the way. <gasps> well, goodness sakes, I wonder if that's what was meant for us to do, Miss Lilith. I think it was. That was our calling. Because we take over where they've left off. These women likely have an interest because they love their husband or boyfriend or whatever in the relationship they're in but not because they're interested in the female-led relationship or the kink, per se. So she allows him to take on, you know, a little bit more of the housework and, you know, pamper her maybe a little bit more. She allowed him to do the housework. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, know, I, I, you know what? I have two friends, and, like, they wouldn't even think of letting their husband run a vacuum cleaner, do laundry, whatever, and it's like, well, you're missing out. You don't even, you know, you don't even know mm-hmm. how nice it is to give up some of those chores. But there are women who, you know, wouldn't think of it. Or they might let him do a little bit, okay? But, you know, she's not getting into that extreme kink and fantasy and, you know, um, totally going into this, you know, type of relationship. Um, for that, from like that woman's perspective, she's just attempting to kind of make things better at home, to keep her marriage going, to keep them both happy, but she definitely is not committed to the program. And the poor guy, you know, when she starts telling him, oh, you can fold the laundry, or how about if you do the grocery shopping, or, you know, oh, yeah, sweetie, we walked around today all day, and my 
My feet are really sore. Would you mind rubbing them? This guy thinks he's moving everything in the right direction, you know? So, I mean, both of them are just kind of moving along, um, you know, trying to keep that relationship going. And then there's some women who take the request for leadership seriously and will totally indulge in their man. And these women, you know, they might have, like, motivations, like, I'm willing to try, you know, it it sounds harmless, I could use the help around the house. Um, A lot of women will say, hey, I'm better with money than he is anyways, you know, I'll give him an allowance, you know. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I'll start controlling things. And, you know, these rationale, this type of rationale combined together, make the experience more worthy, um, Moderates indulge their men in service and kink, um, but often don't understand why someone who wants to serve must be indulged and punished. You know, they get the idea of, yeah, okay, you're going to do this housework and I'm going to go out and get a pedicure and I'm going to manage the finances and you're going to live on an allowance, but you want to be what? Punished? So they don't get, like, the extreme things. Um And they don't want anything to do with, like, all that punishment and the super kinky activities. (gasps) That's, there's our calling again. I think that's what we're for. So that level, level two, shows a real interest in trying the female-led relationship and pleasing their partner. And men with obsessive behavior sometimes try to push the envelope, trying for more and moderate. But you know what? They end up, you know, backing off a little bit because they see the woman's not totally, totally into it. And they'll take what they can get, you know. And from her perspective, she's trying to see if she can make things a little better and get those benefits. And she cares for, you know, the well-being of her mate. And, well, she's curious to see if it can work. And, of course, not only does the man think he's moving in the right direction, he's satisfied, you know, for the time being. But then at some point, he's going to require more. And if he's not already indulging with a mistress or, you know, distant domination, I think after level two is where it kind of starts. Well, yeah, I mean, if you really... If you think about it, level one and two, the man will oftentimes wind up topping from the bottom. I mean, you're trying to dominate someone into dominating you so that you can submit. Like it's kind of a kind of a freaky little circle going on there. And, you know, unless she's really into it and really takes those reins and takes charge, he's gonna wanna submit. He doesn't wanna be in charge of her taking charge. That's right, exactly. I think that's something that you and I both understand. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is something we both understand because, well, look at that. Here we are again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so that brings us to level three, a formal female leadership. Formal FLR relationships are led by women who are sold out on the idea of leading and have a higher need for and understanding of control. Formals have digested the psychology, the motivation of their men, and weighed the benefits and risks 
for the various activities she could actually participate in and lead. Formals tend to have a very, you know, submissive mate who are indulged in many kinks and fantasies at whatever level the formal feels comfortable. They're kind of they kind of go along with the flow a little bit easier. The relationship likely looks like a reverse traditional relationship where the man is the submissive, supportive wife with the added features of things like male chastity, indulged kinks, and servant-like attention from the man to the woman. The woman likely still serves the man as well, providing a more motherly touch to him. Formals have taken charge of the five food groups. Those areas of life that men and women can negotiate successfully. One, free time and how he spends it. Two, finances. Again, how it's spent. Three, life directions where they're going as a couple or as a family. Sex is number four. And five is household chores. Formals may have a few extreme elements in their program, things that she enjoys controlling. I think she actually gets some kickback from enjoying. You know, possible perspectives. From the woman's perspective, she's trying to see if she can make things better. She likes the idea of the benefits and some of the kinks. She cares deeply for her mate's well-being and... She's definitely showing it. She's more into it. She's engaged. She's actually researching and trying to figure out the benefits for the both of them. She's motivated to make it work, but understand she's in control, and she must move her agenda forward. Of course, from his perspective, he's content with the relationship. He'll be satisfied for some time. If he's not divulged all of his desires, there may be pressure for more, pushing for, you know, more kinky experience, more submissive experiences. The pressure is already under the control of the woman who could grant the addition or shut it down with little or no consequences. Oh, there I am playing again, and I'm not paying attention, am I? <laughs> <laughs> See, I never know if, you know, Talk Show has decided to kick us off or... <laughs> no, we, you know, I think Talk Show only did that back then because <sighs> I think, like, back then they did it because they didn't like our pictures and... <laughs> Well, you know, we Some just of the pushed things the envelope that we did. a little bit. I mean, yeah, we did. But, you know what? And we're, and we're here to do it again. <laughs> we're here to do it again, but, you know, you, do you notice, like, how things look much softer and just, like, really tame now? A little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's like... I don't know, it's like we're flying under the radar, and I kind of like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that way they're not, like, scrutinizing us all the time and kicking us off, because I swear they did that all the time. We just shut us down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm paying attention again. I'm out of the chat room. So I'm ex- going back into the chat room, so, you know, I'm paying attention. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, if you're not, I'll pinch you. There you go. 
All right. Ooh, pinching. <laughs> pinching, scratching, tickling. Okay, that's another show. Extreme female leadership is very difficult to describe to an observer. And boy, isn't that the truth. Because it's so intense. And women who practice this likely have taken their man and just made him into a servant, object, pet, or a slave. I think you know about this. I think I know about this. <laughs> <All> about <it. laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, and she likely enjoys elements of, you know, BDSM. And those that are into BDSM practice things that most people don't want to know about or discuss. I mean, we know this from past experience. And <laughs> if you can imagine your man naked wearing only a dog collar and a chastity device, and I can, and I have vacation together, and she did that to this guy she was in a relationship at the time with. And she goes through relationships like this. is like so funny because I've witnessed it. Like <laughs> this time that we've been gone like you know we've vacationed together and had a lot of fun together and like she goes through these guys it's like really funny the stuff she puts them through to just see like you know how long they're going to stick around but <laughs> it is funny um yeah dog collar chastity and naked Neely, <laughs> you got a wolf you got a bag you got a wolf you got a bag you got to crawl you know the rules right. I know. That is so funny how you train them, too. And kneeling very still while the mistress or, you know, his entitled bitch, the leader, places a leash on him and trains him with a whip or a riding crop or a cane to just obey every word. Now, a few people in the audience and the people listening can visualize the extreme natures of these relationships then you know where we're coming from, and you understand the dynamics of the female-led relationship. And I hope people will understand it's what these couples want and not say, you know, oh, my God, this is so terrible. You know, why are they doing that and stuff? You know, um, creating feelings of guilt and, you know, thinking that, you know, somebody is getting, you know, severely punished or humiliated and that's not the right thing to do. Let me tell you what, this is what they wanted. And from the women's perspective, and, um, you know, there's a lot of scenarios, she's indulging herself in <laughs> in those dreams and desires for power, control, and a male surrendering to her. She's controlling her life so she can expand her agenda with other partners and possibly even turn him into the little cucky boy. And we all know about those well, boys, those too. Fun. <laughs> That's right. And she has a desire to break him, okay, and put him through like a boot camp experience. And then when she's done, she gets the man she wants. And you know what? For the man, he's in heaven. He has fallen into it, and he can't think of anything else he would rather do or any place he would rather be. And he may not quite yet have everything he wants, 
because there might be a few more things that he's thinking about that he hasn't divulged yet. But you know what, baby? He is well on his way, and he's definitely, definitely going to get there. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. She knows how to get what she wants. She knows what's going to make him tick. You know, he might have a few things that he'd like to try out, and, you know, that comes with that full disclosure thing of saying, hey, can we try this? And if it's to her liking, sure, maybe he has to earn that first. But either way, he's fulfilled. That's right. (laughs) And those boot camp experiences are pretty good, too. I mean, if you ever noticed, and I'm sure Miss Isabel, once again, we can agree on this, we'll have submissives come from one to the other. And while we're alike, we're still very different. So we're going to have different molds. We'll mold you into our own little submissive and have you doing little things our way. So it's kind of a little bit of a roller coaster when you go from one mistress to the next or one dominant female to the next. But either way, the submissive's in heaven or hell. The <laughs> So, I mean, I guess that begs the question, why would a man want a female-led relationship? I mean, how often do you see those big, burly men? They're the CEOs. They're the top of their company. They're the ones that the girls will just throw themselves over. They'll have the submissive girls. So why would they want a relationship with a female leading? Hmm. Funny thing is, they do. (laughs) They do. And a lot of them do. (laughs) We know from experience that matters of the heart are difficult, too impossible to get through. And there is a reason, a motivation, though it may be a combination of points and it may be extremely complex and more often than not it is extremely complex. And understanding his reasons for help, you make a decision to participate or just fix the problem that is motivating him to want a female-led relationship. Yes, some reasons are problems that cannot be indulged because it's bad for him or it's bad for you. And some of those problems may actually end a relationship. You should be aware that he he likely feels shame, shyness, (laughs) awkwardness, or just incompetent to open up to anyone about his reasons and may not even be aware of some of them. He very likely has been thinking about FLR for a long time, has fantasies, spends secret time masturbating, fantasizing about FLR, has experimented with so-called stealth surrender by pampering you and doing chores and just kind of flying under the radar to submit to you without actually submitting to you. He's spent a long time reading blogs and fanatical websites online and by now has looked at thousands of pornographic images or women dominating and punishing men. This means you need to catch up to where he's at by asking the point-blank questions. And you have to be aware if you fall into the number one or number two category, you may not like his answers. Now, if you fall into three or four, especially four, you'll be ecstatic. (laughs) 
Because of his awkwardness to share about female-led relationships, he may have a tendency to minimize his activities and feelings. That's also kind of a man thing to do. Because of the tendency to minimize, getting to the root is a process of you taking the lead and getting him to open up, sort of forcing him to open up about it. This is a real journey with your man, a journey where, for a time, the women take the lead. We suggest you disarm him by setting the mood for discovery and that you fortify yourself inside, preparing both for you and your level of vulnerability that you have may never experienced. You can go as far as you want, but be aware of the pitfalls of knowing his deepest, darkest secrets. You might be put off, alarmed, resentful, disgusted, jealous, hurt. You might feel inadequate, or you just might start to dislike him. (laughs) Of course, mates committed to each other can overcome and get through it together. And if you're soulmates, then, you know, after a little bit and talking, it'll just click. Of course, for the times it doesn't click, once again, that's where we fill in. Well, yeah, it's like when she tells the guy... I don't like you today. He can, he can, you know, sneak off and just call his mistress or find, you know, one of his femdoms or entitled little bitches. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we know how that goes. Mm-hmm. And that um, is actually how... Miss Lilith and I compiled a whole bunch of information before we did this show. And um, we knew we were going to do this show today, so we started asking our callers about why men want female-led relationships. And we started jotting down all the different answers. And... So we're going to share them with you. And some of them you're going to find very interesting, very unique. We can't, like, touch on all of the reasons and get into in-depth, you know, um, explanations of them all. I'll run through um, quite a few of the points. But um, because you know we could sit and do these shows for, like, hours on end. But, you know, we have to put a time limit on it. (laughs) <laughs> we could sit True, here and talk we about could this. Yeah. Talk for hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours <laughs> and hours. I know we had some very long podcasts. But anyways, okay. So here starts the list of why men want a female led relationship. This one came from one of my guys. He said it was depression. Um and he actually went and got tested to see if he might have had, like, clinical depression, Um, not just, like, moodiness or sadness or anything like that, but, I mean, he was, like, very, very depressed. He wouldn't go out. Um, He kind of became very, very withdrawn. And so one day he said he started searching on the Internet for controlling, you know, dominant, you know, putting in all those key words 
that mm-hmm. men search, you know, men search for femdom, that type of thing, BDSM. And he started reading, and he said as he started reading all these topics, he could feel his mood lifting, and he started getting very happy. And so that's how he found his way to his fun little phone calls. Um Others have desires to su- to surrender to trusted mates. Um, it can be like a cry for intimacy when he feels he needs to be like connected to his mate, but he wants to feel vulnerable. He needs a vacation from being that strong man. He needs a vacation from leadership. Um, he wants to be a slave. He wants to be submissive. He wants to get rid of all that decision-making. Um, it's, it could be something as simple as an innocent expression of love or just wanting to indulge in a fantasy. Um, others have the desires um, to be the ideal mate. So they want to please um, they know they need to change. You know, some guys some guys have been real dicks throughout their whole relationship, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the ones going out all the time with the guys and stuff. They want the meals cooked, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, they had nothing to do with raising children or anything, and then all of a sudden, like, one day, they realize that this isn't working too good, and something just clicks inside of them, and they feel the need to want to save their marriage or their relationship. And so they take it down a notch, and a lot of them, you know, get into that submissive role, and they make really good submissives if they're broke properly. Um, Some men just feel disconnected, um, and they want to, you know, they want to become vulnerable to a woman. They find it erotic and, like, very, very dangerous. You know, it's like skirt... (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, you know, skirting on the edge of disaster. Like, let me try this and see what happens, especially in a topic that we'll get into eventually um, that we never really got into in our other shows um, because it was a restricted topic. But um, <clears throat> I do a lot of hypno and I do a lot of financial domination these days. And, yeah, it can be a very, very dangerous practice um, for some and it's, you know, it's like they look for a relentless woman who will take from them and take till it hurts. And you know what? Trust me, nobody has to twist my arm to do it. I can do it very well, and I know Miss Lilith can because we've shared some of the same little boys that got into this. But, yeah, um, it can be dangerous. Um, other men have gotten into female-led relationships, and they've liked it. Maybe they came from the bossy mom at home, you know, where punishment happened up until the day he left home. Um, Could have been, you know, that first girl that he dated in school. Who knows? Um, Many men fail to establish their own, you know, um, role in leadership. Like they have a sense of failure because they haven't been a leader in anything, um, or it could be the other opposite end of the spectrum. They have a fear of failure, so they don't want to try being a leader. It's just much easier to go into that safe little environment of having someone tell them what to do. Um, 
And here again, this goes to the guy who can sometimes be a dick. Um, They feel guilty for not participating in raising children, doing chores, um, you know, connecting with the female and, you know, bonding with her more and pampering her more. And then the other ones just find it personal weakness. And they want to feel validated that, you know, they're weak and whining and sniveling. And they're just (laughs) crawling around waiting to please you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's an interesting one that we got um, in our mail was, um, because, yeah, we sent out questionnaires to our guys, too. It was good. Um, Remember the guy who said it was a shame from erectile dysfunction? that he couldn't get it up for his wife and he mm-hmm. yep and he had like yep. started looking at porn for you know a lot a lot of years and stuff and then he became desensitized i never really thought of that one until he brought that one up and that's really a good point and i bet it happens to a lot of guys well um, if you because... think about it i mean they're <laughs> being quite blunt they're their cocks are like their control center. So if it's not working properly, yeah, they are going to feel some level of shame and, you know, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. their little um, joystick isn't (laughs) producing any joy for anyone, not even themselves, yeah. So, yeah, or they, you know, or they feel ashamed and disconnected. And so they feel by keeping women at a safe distance, um, that they don't have to have a connection or intimacy with them. Um, Some men are just naturally submissive and servile, and they just know that's their place and that's where they want to be. Some do it out of loneliness. They are so lonely, they want attention. They're so vulnerable, they just want a woman's attention. No matter what it is, isn't even if she's controlling and whipping him and humiliating him, that attention. I mean, if any kind of attention is good attention for him. Exactly, huh? and you know what? That goes. I mean, that goes back all the way to kindergarten. Remember? Really you start, does. Yep, you start acting up, and you'll get attention. It might not be the attention you want, but you're getting attention. But you're getting it. That's right. And then, I mean, <laughs> the guy who wrote in and said, well, it just looked like a lot of fun to try. <laughs> that was I've funny, seen those, but... and those are very, those are very interesting uh, submissives, if you can really call them that. <laughs> well, what, because they, yeah, because they say it looks like fun, you want to try it. But look at the things that we have done that we would never have thought of doing, but it looked like fun. Like when I bungee jumped for the first time, like that was not something I thought of doing, but it kind of looked like fun, you know, and it's like, well, let's try this. Let's just do it. I mean, you've got, you know, one life. Yeah, you got one life. Might as well, you know, do it up good. And then you see many men just say the wife deserves to lead. That's it. Up on a pedestal. Yeah, like Billy said, the women becomes. That person that you put up on the pedestal, she looks fabulous every day, and yeah, that's it. Um, a lot of guys feel that wife, the wife is better at leadership, um, which <laughs> they're not too far off in their thinking. They're, 
<laughs> I mean, they're actually, you know, right. And um, some men actually think that <laughs> they need a vacation. I loved this one. A vacation from their pressure in life. But I can see it. When they have those high-powered jobs, you know, where everything is just stress, you know, in their life. They need to seek distraction. And some do it because, well, they want to be forced to change. And we like the word forced. We don't use coerced because we don't coerce anybody. We force you. (laughs) (laughs) And we do it. And, well, let's face it, there's laziness. Lots of men need motivation, right? Yes. And even that one that we helped um, through hypnosis, remember him, to lose weight? Yes, I remember Remember? Yep, how he wrote in about losing weight, keeping in shape, how now he could serve his family much better, and (laughs) actually his masturbation was more meaningful because (laughs) the funniest thing, he lost all that weight and his cock grew. (laughs) Well, it's something he wanted, but he wasn't getting off his lazy ass to do it, so he needed a couple of controlling bitches to basically force him to do it, and he's actually happier because of it. Yeah, exactly. See? So, I mean, I even look at us as, like, um, life coaches, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Able to help men who, like, maybe just don't feel comfortable going to a vanilla-type person, you know, to be a life coach. Um, And so, yeah, they they will seek a femdom, a mistress, you know, um, because they feel a little bit more comfortable. And then, well, there's the guys who have one or more ideas of kink, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They might be thinking about goddess worship or cuckolding or slavery or financial dom, whatever it is, extreme punishment, cock and ball torture, a subject that is near and dear to both of us, which we're going to get to in one. Making me salivate. Oh, yes. We're going to get to one of those topics, boys, and this isn't going to be the gentle, easy cock and ball torture. We're going to talk about some things that, well, might singe the hair on your balls if you have some, but that's another show. But anyways. That's like another three shows. Yeah, that's like another three shows because we're going to go into some extreme cock and ball torture for all of you. And... You know, maybe we could even, um, when we do that show, we can put up some of those extreme photos on our blog that we were once restricted of doing of some of the things we like to do. Yeah. (laughs) And then they could go to the blog and look at it while they're watching our show. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, um, hmm. some men think that maybe the woman is dissatisfied with him, and so it's like he has to pay a penance, you know, like to fix things. Um, and last but not least, (laughs) and this one is funny, this guy needs to take a break from himself because he cannot figure out a way to control his woman. (laughs) 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 I always love saving the best for last, and that's me. Oh, you have to, yeah. 
That to me, when I read that, when he needs to take a break from himself because he cannot figure out how to control his woman, that's like the guy who is all that, who is so full of himself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, and he has no control over his wife, and I actually love that. <laughs> So yeah. I well, it almost seems true. like in that particular instance, when he can't control his wife, it's like okay, she's already at that number three or number four level right. that we were talking about, and she's actually forcing him into the submissive role. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, and now he's tired of trying to figure everything out, and he's just like, okay, let her have it. <laughs> yep. And I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the nature of the beast. Um, of course, if you guys have any questions, you can go ahead and chat or you know type them into the chat room that we've got going on right here. We'll just do that for the time being. <laughs> do want to give a shout out to our chat room listeners today. We've got Billy Castaway and Subguy, and I think I know who Subguy is. And all I have to say are two, well, they're not even really words. I guess I could go turn on my vacuum cleaner, but vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Those are the two words, that's all you have to say? That's all I have to say, and he'll either continue listening or he's going to go try to hide, but I can say, little subby guy, it will find you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, if it finds him, like, what does it do? Suck him back into reality about who's in control? Um, in in a sense, it just sucks him in and traps him. Oh, I see. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I totally like that. Billy says he's enjoyed our podcast, and he will listen to it again, for sure. You can get it on iTunes, Billy, if you want to like go over and listen to it after. Did we decide, are we going to... Are we going to put these on iTunes? Are we going to put other stuff on iTunes? What do we do we decide what we're doing with that stuff? Um this will be uploaded to iTunes. Right. And you know, whatever else we upload to Talkshoe will go on to iTunes as well. Oh, um, and definitely okay. you can still type in your question cuz we do have a few minutes left here. Okay. So now um okay, are we going to though put other things like on iTunes that won't come through TalkShoe? Probably. Probably? Okay. So you guys can, like, look for that, or you can find our blogs, which, um, (laughs) Castaway, ask your question, because I'll answer you. (laughs) Um, Talk about our blogs. Yes. We've actually got three of them up right now. So our main one is intelligentfemdoms.com. That will be where you can see all of our upcoming shows or you can engage in questions and actually answer some of the questions that we have. You know, like we were, you know, asking questions about the female-led relationships 
this and the submissive male and pulled in information from there. We've also got kink therapy because, let's face it, we all need a little kink in our lives. And then we have kink confessional where you can make those naughty little confessions and maybe even hear them on our radio show. And you can actually do, um, you can ask us questions on our blogs and see them answered on the blog or in our later podcast. Ah, yes, you can. And we have more blogs in the works. We do. We do. They're coming. Well, I guess just stay tuned because, you know, we are fun-loving. We are elite. We are intelligent femdoms. Today we are not taking live callers, maybe later on down the road, so I'll give you a couple more minutes to actually ask your questions. Our castaway can't ask his question because, <laughs> yes, you can comment on our blogs, Billy. We love comments because we'll go and answer them. Because castaway has a question. What is our email address, Miss Lilith, because I never can remember it? Um, I don't know, but for the time being, you can email. Just email me directly and I'll share it with Miss Isabel because I don't know our group email at this time. But what did we put all our stuff? I don't remember what we put it under either. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, where you can? I just followed you on Twitter. Uh, okay. Oh, does that have an email address on my Twitter? Well, that's got one of them. Um, what is it? Phone sex seductress at Gmail is one of my email. We have like so many of them. We actually should get one email and forward everything to it, and then we wouldn't have to go through like five different email boxes every day. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what's going to happen? We're going to get to the point where it's like we're going to forget half of those emails. So we actually should come up with one and forward everything to it. We should. I think the thing is, is that you know most of our most of our subs, they you know will either contact us directly or they'll send a tweet or they'll you know comment on the blog. So I don't think we've really gone through that far yet. But yeah, we do need a. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. Well, it's like hard, you know, it's like hard to get this all together, you know, and play on the phones too, and do all this stuff. And okay, yeah, Castaway, do your related to the show. Um, let me go to another browser where my Twitter is, and then I'll follow you. Okay. Um, all right. And okay, related to the show. Which group would she classify her relationship with him? With my hobby? Come on, Castaway. <laughs> um, how about four? Four? Is that even a real question? Come on, Castaway. I mean, look. Why don't we just, you know, go to six? <laughs> six. We're gonna go to a number that we didn't actually, you know, state, and it's gonna be a six. <laughs> it's gonna be a six. <laughs> If we're not. We're on our own platform. We're on our own level. The castaway's just asking for the listeners at home. He's just thinking of them. 
he is a lucky guy being at four. Of course he is, but it's been years, okay, because you all know that, you know, I'm not like some 20-year-old little gaga princess out there, you know. I'm like, you know, the milfy one that's been at this for a few years, okay. So I have earned my stripes and my stars. That's right. Shiks the goddess is right. <laughs> And I have to tell all you guys, I love the way she looks now that she's maturing <laughs> and things she's getting into in life. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's fun. I say, um, well, I haven't quite hit the 30s yet, but I have been going <laughs> for quite some time. So... God, we need a stroking game. So, yeah, the dynamic duo is added again for, you know, um, for mayhem, masturbation mayhem. <laughs> uh, we're going to wreak that... some havoc, aren't we? <laughs> we're always causing some type of trouble, but, you know, such is life, and we got to spice it up. We like things kinky. We like things our way. We do things our way. Rules were... Meant, meant to, to be, be broken. Broke. And That's right. We make them and they're meant to be broke. Even for our submissives, we allow them to set these little boundaries and then we're going to push them over those boundaries. I mean, yeah, we're going to push you over the boundaries. And so that's right. You are right, Billy. It should be our way. Our way or no way at all. And Castaway, you're going to have to just listen to our podcast. And you have one more question before we sign off for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to keep this the same bat channel, same bat station, you know, same yeah. time. But sometimes things happen. We're busy mistresses. You know, this is all just starting out. You know, it's like, I don't know, what is it? Spring was in the air and, um, you know, Miss Lilith and Miss Isabel um, having a, you know, three-hour chat one day. Yeah, just decided it was time for some summer fun. So, and you have to remember, it's summer, so sometimes, yeah, we're not going to be on the air, but um, we'll do our best to keep you all entertained. That's right. So I guess uh, for now, this concludes our exploration into male submission and female-led relationships. Of course, there's a lot more to delve into, but... That will be at another time because we've hardly scratched the surface of the female dominant and male submissive lifestyle. It goes much deeper and has many more little crevices for exploration. And lots of cracks. (laughs) (laughs) we got a lot of little cracks to explore. (laughs) A lot of little holes to dive into. That's right. For now, (laughs) if that scares you, cover it up. So I guess for now, this particular topic will be tabled. If you would like to engage in some male submission of your own, we are available by phone. You can reach me, Mistress Lilith, at 855-545-5484 or Mistress Isabel at 855-387-2669. So when Um, you call us, you have to have a valid credit card or debit card to complete the call. Because we do our own billing. Yes. And yes. we are available for you to submit to both of yes. us together. 
you will not talk to a live operator if you dial directly to us. You will talk to us, and we'll take your credit card and rape your wallet, rock your cock, and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay, go to our blogs. We'll put that information up eventually. And the blog is intelligentfemdoms.com. I guess that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Bye-bye, boys. (laughs) Mm-hmm.